They just end up picking the fight and screwing the whole relationship up because it's just like, oh, well, fuck it. We broke up. And so now I never even have to deal with it. <laughs> it's a way out. It's a cowardly way out. Hey, y'all. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name's Adam. And I'm Lewis. And I'm Lewis. How are you, Lewis? <laughs> Um, okay. Well, things are just falling now. So if that was any indication of where my life is right now, um, <laughs> there it is. I'm uh, okay-ish. How are you? I'm good. I'm well. Yeah, I'm well. Doing. I'm hot. Here, living. Excited to record. Wow, that's, that somehow was way more like chaotic than my than my answer was <laughs> but who's surprised <laughs> always gotta one-up me i got to i get it <laughs> yep. if, if i can one-up one <laughs> let's move on anyways <laughs> <Jesus> fucking christ <laughs> uh what'd you do this weekend what did i do i'm like so lost so as you guys know my dad's in the hospital still happening mm-hmm. if you follow me on instagram there's like i try to make fun cute updates uh, the day we're recording, it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to every dad out there, whether it's biological or like sexy dads. I don't know. Was mm-hmm. that what you're supposed to say? Yeah. God, how was your week? Week was good. Long. Yeah. Whatever. I met with a realtor this weekend. Oh, I was <laughs> 45 minutes late for that meeting. Nice. Went out the night before with Josh and Allie, and we decided to try out the scooters for the first time. This little uh, hey. dangerous scooters that everyone... You, there is no in between. You either like fucking love them or you fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I was, I have heard the horror stories. Everyone's like, they go so fast, like 50 miles an hour. So we're Bitch, loading them up and I'm like, all right, guys, don't just like full throttle. As soon as you hop on it, like it's going to fly out from under you. And Josh is a brittle bird. Like we don't want him breaking anything. Mm-hmm. So he was so funny. He went off on this whole tangent about how he has, he apparently has low bone density. <laughs> He was like, I have osteoporosis. I do. We were just like, okay, go off. (laughs) Should we go get you some, some, some like fiber one? He was so distressed. So is there like a return station or is this the one where you just like throw it in the ground and somebody finds it? Yeah. Which is, I understand that's why people hate them because they're all over the fucking place. Yeah. And what makes it worse is the people that hate them will walk by and kick them or knock them all over. Hmm. So it's like. The issue is not necessarily the scooters. It's also you assholes that hate them. I just do that to people in general. So I got home super late and my meeting with the realtor was at 9 a.m. And I got there at 945. He was so nice and so understanding. And so I walk up to the counter and I start ordering. And she's like, the woman's like, hello, sleepyhead. And I was like, God damn it. You're on at two. <laughs> you're on at two. I love that you stood up, stood up the realtor. I know. And he just bonded with the um the nice little... Cafe lady, uh, buying seems so unrealistic to me just at this point in my life. And so he wanted to just grab coffee and, and talk and talk through things. So that was, that was fun. I mean, yeah, everyone always has their not horror stories, but all we ever hear is like, you have to have 20% down. And I'm like, how do you save up 20% of like a $300,000 condo? So what I'm but, hearing is, is you didn't buy the whole block of houses like I thought you were going to. Well, not yet. It was just the initial <laughs> meeting. We got time. I got time to open this wallet. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I have uh, committed <laughs> myself to... 
I make, really thought you were going to say I have commitment issues, and I was like, "Wow, no welcome shit. to the podcast." No shit, we've been talking about it for thirty-eight episodes have you now. Blacked out for the past nine months. <laughs> the answer is yes. Well, well, I thought you were just like admitting to it. I don't like to put things on record. <laughs> I like to be able to change my mind. I really leaned into making friends on the apps. Oh, I can't like find a date. So I'm like, I'm just going to turn people into friends. Did everyone else hear my giant eye roll? I'm being dramatic, obviously, but are you <laughs> two guys unmatched with me this week? <laughs> and one of them was instantaneous. Like wow. I, got, I got a Tinder notification. You have a new match and I opened Tinder and it loaded his profile and then just like snatched it back. It was like, I think just the kidding. Fuck not. <laughs> Oops. But there's a filter on Instagram that's called glitter from Instagram or on Instagram, whatever. And I want that to be my Karen from finance with my streaming gig. That's what I want. That's my goal. I'm going to get branded by Instagram then. Oh my God. What, what if Instagram just like picks me up? I become an influencer. <gasps> Can yes. you imagine? Can you imagine me as an influencer? It'd be so bad. They'd be like, do this product. No, I don't like it. How about this much money? You're like, <sighs> add. So there's this one product, you guys. I don't know how it is, but I didn't actually it use nice. it. But they, they told me if I put it on here, they'll give me money. I want to see. Like, let's try it. Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> well, we don't like the consistency. <laughs> but it does smell nice. That was me yesterday. I was anyone that was talking to me at like midnight last night when my dad got transferred to a new hospital. I was like, okay, this hospital looks really terrifying, but the rooms inside gorgeous really cute so it was really weird i thought i was gonna die like leaving i thought i was gonna die but i survived and i'm here to live another day and tell you about it i'm like that madonna song die another day maybe it's their way of tricking people into not going there you like walk in and you're like ah oh my god i should make my house like that (gasps) the whole block nobody comes just like burn the yard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just like always kind of smoldering like yeah lights of smoke i love makeup effects Mm -hmm. Perfect. We're doing it. You walk in and it's just gorgeous. <laughs> this is my new goal of life. Like that that, that, that into the glitter from Instagram. <laughs> um, do you have Do you have articles for the week? I do. Right. <laughs> I didn't look at them, so perfect. All right, cool. So, uh, <laughs> first up, I can't. I'm gonna fuck up her name. So, oh, so no. sorry, Gina Rosero Rocero. Okay. One of those uh, has Oops. made Playboy history. So huh? she is the first Asian Pacific Islander transgender playmate in the magazine's decades long history. Damn girl. Yes. Right. That's quite a, uh, a title. That's a title. It is. Hold would, it above your head. Right. I just, I, yeah, it's just a sign. Like someone's always walking with a banner. Above, uh, I just, well, I just you. imagine it like the, like those like WWE belts, but it's like super long. I <laughs> love that. When they yes. be like, this is the Women's Intercontinental Championship. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Intercontinental is a long ass word. <laughs> God, a dream. It just says dot, dot, dot. <laughs> et cetera. Well, good for her. Be my bio. Just one <laughs> well, good, page, good et cetera. <laughs> yeah, good for <laughs> her. Dot, dot, dot. Good for her. <laughs> oh, God. And then uh, YouTuber Eugene Lee Yang has officially come out as gay with a... I think the the title of the piece was I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I was texting you this. He's one of the Try Guys. Okay, and, so I looked up the Try Guys and I okay. did know who they were. Yeah. Cuz they were the guys that walked around the heels at the bar mm-hmm. for like that's the only one I've seen. Okay. Yeah, there was like the uh, a long BuzzFeed series yeah, where they wear series. the makeup for the day or they do the like 
contractions simulator kind See, of stuff. See, top 10 things I don't want to do because I've had a kidney stone. Okay. Well, it's apparently like on brand with having a baby. Huh. Like that pain, they say, is the same as having a child. And I was like, well, I witnessed childbirth and I don't want to witness it again. So he he said, I created this video as my personal way of coming out as a proud gay man who has many unheard specific stories to tell. I withheld because of fear and shame shaped my background, but I promised to give my full truth in the rest of my life's work. Why was that so hard to read? I love that that was a lesson in, re- lesson in reading for you. That really tested your literacy skills. It needed some skills. commas. <laughs> God, you and punctuation. <laughs> I love them. I love a comma. I love it. God. I love that we're doing the weird chicks you scream now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just adapted it because I watched like four episodes in a row. But but the, to be fair, I've been screaming since I came out the womb. So. That's true. Oh, my God. Did you see? I think I should have Facebook. Like I was there. But there, there was a meme that's like my ultrasound when they showed my mom or whatever. And it's like, it's basically the dancing like the baby. dancing baby that Brittany's playing. I was like, that is literally accurate. The epitome of me. I was like, I was like, I were in the hospital. I was like, look, mom, look at this. Do, do you agree? And she was like, oh my God. She's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, great. And her poor uterus. <laughs> I know. I just danced. Well, maybe not. Maybe I just like wiggled on out, you know, just like, <laughs> whoop, like a snake. I but hate not, this conversation. But not really. I, I was a C-section because I had my umbilical cord wrapped around my throat. I almost died in the womb. Just starting yeah. life out with the trauma. Right? I See, my life, my life was a struggle. <laughs> Literally was a struggle just trying to get, trying to be bored. Just trying to get out of the womb. God, the, like, brand that you have lived your entire life. <laughs> I hope I get to write, like, an autobiography one day. Well, this kind of is my autobiography, strangely. It's just, in the, it's just in the wrong order. I don't like to read linearly. I like to skip around. Open the <laughs> middle of the book. I love those shoot, choose your own adventure books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, back to poor Eugene. Yeah. The video is also a fundraiser. He linked it to the Trevor Project to help save LGBTQ plus lives. He said, coming out is a lifelong process. Your safety always comes first, but know that there's a vibrant community waiting to welcome you with open arms. There's been a lot of good this Pride Month. Like I've seen from a lot of influencers or creators amidst all of the bad that is still happening. At least there are some good things going on around us. Speaking of Taylor Swift's new bop that has come out, Mm -hmm. you need to calm down. Um, paired with her Stonewall performance. Mm -hmm. So that just happened. So Taylor Swift released, well, she announced it on the 13th, June 13th, which is her favorite number, shouting out uh, GLAAD and blasting homophobia. She also stopped by the New York City Stonewall Inn for an intimate 50th anniversary performance. Mm -hmm. And since then, since the release of You Need to Calm Down, GLAAD has seen an influx of donations in the amount of $13. And if you remember... She donated in April to the Tennessee Equality Project $113,000. You're just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Thoughts? Yeah. I, the song is a bop for you sure. Love the song. I do like it. Um, good for her for doing all this good work. I'm into it. She I'm really glad she's got a ton of money. Let's say, well, here, here's where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, I love that she's supporting the gays and giving all this money and all this stuff. So, like, I'm overall very happy, but I just find it super comical, which I went off on Twitter about, that she released a song called You Gotta Calm Down, and it's, like, calling out people that, it like, harass other people when she's, her half her discography is, like, calling out her exes, her ex-friends, that Bad Blood video, the entire Re- Re- Reputation album. So I'm just like, I, it's really funny for her to have a song called You Better Calm Down, and I'm just like, girl, you need to calm down, or just be that bitch, you know, just fucking own it. 
Just fucking own it and be that bitch. That's my thoughts on it. As long as she just keeps throwing money at the gays. I don't care. Literally, literally. I mean, I wonder if this is going to be like her lemonade, but it's going to be called like Minute Maid, and I'm like really excited for it. First of all, that's hilarious. I know. Thank you. I've been working on it all morning. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for this this exact moment because I knew you were going to bring it up, and I was so excited. I, that's that's one of the words on my uh, Minute on Maid. My, that's your one word. That's my one word on my notes your one this note. Week. I love I was, it. That's my my one note that I have this week. I want to steal that. <laughs> Not like for me, but like, can we make something? <laughs> should we, should we like make, should we like make a fake like Taylor Swift hate account and then call it Minute Maid when her album comes out? No, I love Taylor Swift now. Yeah, but then we can make the money and then also give back to the games. I don't know if I can put that much energy into fighting Taylor Swift's lawyers. <laughs> uh, she, she doesn't have to be involved. We won't put her name on it. You just said it was a Taylor Swift hate account. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not using her likeness or image. I'm lost. I'm literally just yelling about things that I that I think. Right. Uh, That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> I'm not into her being friends with Katy Perry again, but whatever. Okay, I didn't hear any about. I heard that that was happening, and I swear to God, if she's on the album, I'm not buying. I'm not listening to this album, even though that new Katy Perry song like is new really Katie good. Perry song. It is really good, and I it feel like she's going back. I feel like she's going back to her roots, which was copying Gaga anyway. So I'm excited for that. Very accurate when you said it sounded like a Betty Who song though mm-hmm. it does it sounds like something Betty Who would produce yeah I wish and, it was I, and, I, and I feel like she knew that like the gays were she's like oh that it's pride she was month. the gays <laughs> yeah so she's like oh I've said so many dumb things here I go and it was funny because I was I was telling Adam I was watching like Trixie and Katya interviews from like the 100th episode and Katya literally just goes I hate Katy Perry and I was like me too yes same it, Roar was the decline Ew. No. For her, for me, of her. For well, me. that was that Sarah Barella song, Brave. She copied it. And I hated that song also. I love Brave. Oh my God. Did you? Okay, my, my favorite part of Brave is uh, did you see the one where SNL did a parody of it with Brave? Mm-mm. They did this thing where it was like, they'd be like, hey, do you want to go to this party? And then they she would like, it would like freeze frame and she just goes, like the one of the actresses would be like, you know what, Sharon? No, I really don't because I hate you. And, th- and then Brave would start playing and they'd start dancing in the background. <laughs> That's my favorite skit. That is one of my favorite skits ever. I'm going to send it to you. I was going to say, I'm looking it up right now. Don't even joke. All right. Anyways, what are we talking about this week? Sabotaging your relationships. Oh my God, my entire life. (laughs) My whole life. (laughs) My whole life. This is why why nobody wants to date me. So I've never, I don't think I've ever sabotaged a relationship. Oh. I definitely have had them sabotaged by the person I was dating. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I for think- you, for you, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree that you've done that. That's happened to you in your life. Yeah. 100%. But I don't, I mean, I, I rarely get myself into a relationship. So mm. usually when I do, I'm, I'm like, yes, let's make this work. So, so would you say that you sabotage a relationship before having a relationship? I guess if you wanted to phrase it that way, it could work. <laughs> or you could just call it choosing to be single. Well, that's exciting. Not, I mean, that's not exciting, but that's a good realization to have. So do you feel like you've sabotaged your own relationship? Have you ever like looked back and was like, fuck, I sabotaged that? I feel like, I guess it would be self-sabotage. Like, so I, I'm going to keep harking back to this last relationship, but 
when we we were about to break up, in my mind, I wanted to do it. I wanted to be the person to put the last nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. But then he, but then he did it because I kept pushing it. He was like, "We'll talk about this in the morning," and I was like, "No, no, we're not. I'm going to do this right now." Right. And then is that sabotage? Did I sabotage myself? I don't know. Or not am I really being because an you were already wanting to end it? Okay. I feel like, I feel like that should, that was just impatience. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, that's probably what it is, but that's probably what gets me sabotaged. But also, I guess, okay, well, I can reframe this. So even before getting, I, that's why I asked you that question. I'm like, do you feel like you sabotage a relationship before it even happens? Because I am so guilty of that and I will do it. And it's because, as you all have now seen, a, a light has been shown on my life. Um, there are a lot of tricky, complicated pieces to my life, especially with family. And like, this shit happens all the time. Like, it's not even just with my dad, Mm -hmm. like other shit just happens. And I'm like, I am having a crisis. (laughs) I'm in crisis. (laughs) I'm literally in crisis. Hello, it's me. Um, so I think I self-sabotage sometimes where I won't fully date someone or fully be honest with them about feelings and things because I know that there's so much of this kind of baggage. And if you don't seem like the kind of person that will be able to handle it oh, yeah. or, or, or I flip that side and I say, I care about you too much that I don't want you to have to deal with it. I immediately cut it off or I like push away very hard. You don't even like give I, it a chance. No. So I'm that kind of person. And like, luckily my friends have been there for me since uh, I I was doing the math, the math about this. I, I've been in this situation for like 16 years now. Like I was 13 when my first, my dad first got sick with the first thing ever. Mm-hmm. So it's been like a long, tough sabotaging road where I basically am like dodging landmines while also throwing land, landmines at the good things in my life. <laughs> so it's, it's a very complicated process. Right. You're just like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Like, oh my God, Keanu Reeves is so hot right now. How topical. Things, relatable oh my content. God, I love that. I love that moment. He's like, you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. I'm like, thank you. I know. That was so cute. <laughs> I need to find my Keanu Reeves because he can dodge all my bullshit. He's yeah, in the he Matrix. Could. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's fear of like something good happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're saying you're kind of like trying to prevent people from potential bullshit, but. I mean, that's that's kind of that's your own fear, basically, at that point. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, But then I also think a lot of times it's just we have blinders on. You know, we're not really realizing how good something is or even what we're necessarily doing to sabotage it. But we are. Yeah. So most people, they just start causing issues in the relationship, literally like causing fights in a relationship. Mm. I I, I have had relationships where I was picking fights but it was out of insecurity. We talked about this a little bit on the the cheating episode. Most of my past relationships ended because of infidelity, because they were cheating. Mm-hmm. And so that really put red flag always in the front of my brain, assuming everyone was cheating. So, I mean, I always picked a ton of fights that way, but mm-hmm. never because I wanted the relationship to end. But, you know, I have had other past relationships where someone they just like start pushing my buttons or they're picking fights and it's it's all out of insecurity and they're usually we do those things when we we start getting like afraid relationships starting to maybe get more serious or move in that direction and so a lot of people just panic so they start picking the fights and and testing their partner's patience we're fighting 
out of nowhere over nothing and starting to have all of those what if fights kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest issue that a lot of people do is they're super anxious and anxiety over things that have have never happened. Mm-hmm. So what if we break up or what if he does cheat on me? What if their parents don't like me? Shut the fuck up. Like, shut your brain up. It's mm-hmm. we're, we we stress out and have have anxiety over these things that have not happened, may not happen. And just like spiraling out and making all of these decisions for our partner. I mean, the thing is, it's like the fear of vulnerability. Nobody, you don't want to show your insecurities. You don't want to show your real emotions because it's, oh my God, real emotion. Bringing it back to Final Fantasy X too. Perfect. Um, oh, I went to Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the feeling. Um, <sighs> it's Pride Month. That's okay. Uh, okay. No, stop. I'm a spiral. Speaking of spiraling. Speaking uh, of spiral. <laughs> spiraling out of control. Um, no, I mean, that fear of being, that that fear of fear of being vulnerable is a real thing. And that's why I was saying like, I like will self-sabotage beforehand. Like, I'm like, oh no, I can't do this. We can't date. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. Like I'll Mm -hmm. throw every landmine at you. And and if you, and if you're there at the end, great. But like, I know immediately I'm going to start throwing out traps for you to get caught on because I me being vulnerable right now is so scary. And like, I, now that people are like asking me about it, cause like I've mentioned it here and other places, everyone's like, are you okay? What about this? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> but like there, mm-hmm. but there, but like, I think I told you guys, there's this dude that I like, kind of like, I guess we'll say. And like, I got really real with him and he like walked me through it and I was like, huh, interesting. What I was mean? like, huh? Uh, we were like my, my, uh, unbridled emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. He was like, "How are you, like, for real, for real?" And I was oh. like, "I was like, oh, do you really want to know?" He's like, "Yeah, you can say it." And I just went, blah, 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 blah. and so we like walked through that, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." Interesting because you hadn't done that. Yeah, or like okay. have had that in the longest time, and I was like, right. "Huh, this is weird." I was like, "Anyway, I'm gonna deflect and avoid. Let's talk about something else now." Because that's just how I just, am. Like, delete his number. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, no, we can't do that. That's mean. And we're, I'm too far into it to be like, no, like, that's just like rude then. Mm-hmm. I, and, if, and if I'm one thing, it's not rude. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think just being honest and open is like everyone's biggest fear and like having to admit that you have these feelings or insecurities or things that are happening in your life. Like, it's scary and like moving to the next step that's horrifying because what if you what's next you buy a dog oh my god what happens if you break up what do you do with the dog see i'm you already build doing a fence it. for the dog then you have to paint it yeah some someone's gonna have a better fence though yeah like if you break up like your Wait, fence what? is gonna be better if you break up then your fence has to be better than their fence at their other home assume, assume, assuming that you're sharing custody of said dog okay just like a child I mean, I guess you could do that with children, too, because that's what sometimes children of divorce do, apparently. Put their children in the yard. Yeah. Yeah, that one. And <laughs> they, build build, uh, they build better fences to keep them safe. Someone's safer <laughs> than the other. <laughs> Maybe one of them might have a TV. Who knows? I mean, we just had chain link fences growing up, so. Oh, that's nice. I mean, I'm Never sure had one. had those rich people white picket fences. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, at least one of them was a barbed, I guess. One of them was. Oh, perfect. Well, at least you were super safe then, in case zombies yeah. came. Just had those, like, rolls of barbed wire across the top. You are so safe. <laughs> I played Call of Duty. You are so it safe. It was electric. <laughs> wow, that's extra safe. <laughs> Good God. Oh, what, kind was, of, what kind of secrets were you hiding? It was juvie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, uh, 
what's that what's, what's, what's that alien compound called area whatever area 51 <laughs> yes i was like is there, are you are you experiment 626 what's happening basically <laughs> i mean that all of that is def is what you know recently happened basically i, I was reflecting mm. and or that like last fight was nothing mm-hmm. it was out of nowhere it was mm-hmm. bullshit it was over the smallest things like there were so many other things that happened that we talked through so calmly and like this one thing happened and it was such a blow up and then a breakup the next day mm. all just over spiraling anxiety over something that was not happening something that did not have to happen and wouldn't if it did happen like for a while i know that i kind of have i've never sabotaged relationship over it but i definitely get myself too caught up in what ifs in a relationship Mm. just thinking Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and i'll agree with that statement too for me not not for you for me this time (laughs) thank you for the clarifications (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) um i've I've never like sabotaged relationship over it but i do get too wrapped up in it sometimes like trying to think about the future or what could happen and and plan i mean i mentioned it on a lot a previous episode like sometimes i plan too far ahead i'm like what about that trip to aspen you know like in a year He's still and, trying to push his ski trip. Uh-huh. So, I mean, but but yeah, a lot of people, they they just end up picking the fight and screwing the whole relationship up because it's just like, oh, well, fuck it. We broke up. And so now I never even have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's a way out. It's a cowardly way out. Well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like high school sweethearts, too. Like, if you think about it, like if people are moving away, like that's one of the big things is like, oh, my God, we're 18. We're in love. What happens if I go to one state and now you go to the other I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, like at 18, you really don't think that far ahead. You're thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be put in these situations. I don't like at the time you don't know how to handle them. You're 18. Like you're a tiny right. baby. So like you don't know how to handle like future and like relationships and dating because you probably only dated maybe two other people the entire time. And I'm putting air quotes around dating big time. So like you don't know how those things work. Like, And none of you have money. Like, what are you going to do? Fly out every weekend? No. Right. So, like, you would see each other when you get home. And if you want to make that work, great. Do it. But at the same time, like, uh, I don't know. Handle it. Like you, Focus on your weird. education. Literally, worry about yourself right now. It's going back to another meme, it was like, <laughs> I've had a lot of time with memes this weekend, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> one of them was, like, Kendall Jenner, and she was, like, getting her hair done, and she, like, had her hand up, like, what? Mm. And it said, uh, he's, 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 he's also texting other, uh, other bitches. Enjoy, enjoy your summer, sis. Or oh, just, or ju- yeah. just enjoy your summer. So put it on mute and enjoy your summer. Yeah, I love those memes. I'm too. like, yes. Have you been in a situation where you are like declaring things for someone yeah. you're dating? Like not even dating you, deserve- you and I, you and I just had this fight about about when my dad first got sick and what we're the future future of the podcast was going to be. Uh-huh. You and I just had this fight and you literally said to me, will, will you fighting? stop? Yeah, because you said, will you will you stop trying to try and trying to end this now? You literally, you literally yelled that at me, and I was like, ah, well, it was via text, but I was like, sir, do not get loud with me. I am emotional and in crisis. Yeah, and then, and then that's what made me calm the fuck down. Okay. And, like, and like take it back a notch, and I was like, fine! And by what I say calm, I meant, like, semi-more rational, but still very heated. Right. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, there's only one function, it's either heated or, like, chill. Semi-calm. Yeah, and also do a temperature, I'm either cool or very heated. I feel like you're just always tepid. Mm-hmm. Or 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 warmer. Yeah, it's it's on the warmer side. So, what about with an actual relationship? Have you done that? I don't know. I'm also just like 
if there's a hint of somebody being like, I want to break up with you, I'm like, well, then fucking do it. So I'm like, so you want to do it? So then do it. Fucking so, do it. Well, then that, well, that's how, well, I mean, that's how that last relationship ended. He was like, we'll talk about it in the morning. I was like, no, if you're going to break, I literally said, no, if you're going to break up with me, do it right now. And then he did. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. But, I, but, I was, but like, also, I, I will say, I'm like, oh, well, but the thing is, we were both thinking about it. So I wasn't like right. that mad about it. Because mm-hmm. I was ready to do it, things were going to change. Because we were eventually going to have to have this conversation, but I was yeah. like, "Why don't we just do it now? Why would you tell me this before we're both going to bed, and then not, and then have me be an anxious mess through the night? You know how yeah. I am. It's like, and so I honestly feel like he played me into it because he knows how I'm going to react. Yeah. So I was like, so I was like, if you want the ammo, I'll give it to you. Just give me a reason to act crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if we've learned anything from the show, just give me a reason. So yes and no, I guess. Yeah. I mean, our, our fear of either commitment or abandonment, both, I mean, they, they kind of work the same, um, especially when we start making those decisions for our partner, you deserve better, or you're going to get bored and just making the decision for them. Like you don't want this or you're not going to want this. I mean, we see, I wish I could say that. What do you mean? Like there is nobody better. You're not going to be bored. I'm fun and the best. How how will you get bored and get better? There is no better. Okay. I am your better. How dare you? I place myself on this really high pedestal, so then I don't feel bad about it after. You know. Okay. And sometimes I think that's a really good counteract. Is like because like we're saying all this self sabotage, whatever breaks up, like friends be gone, whatever. I like to think that I get the better end of things. Because I know after it, I'm going to get this fire under my butt and I'm going to create something. Because like I told you guys, I don't like destruct, I'm more construct. So like I'm going to like do a new project or I'm going to like put my energy into something else so I know I'm going to better myself. So I hmm. I try to do better. I try to make better out of mess. Gotcha. Kind of like Marie Kondo in a way. Whatever happened to her? She's probably enjoying spending her money. I was going to say, can you imagine how many more closets she bought? To like put her things in, to put all her new things in. I'd love that for her. I thought the whole point of her show was to get rid of things. Yeah, but like, what are you gonna do with all that money then? She probably bought. She probably Travel. bought. She probably bought the bought the things so she could put her money in there. She bought more clothes to put the money in. Mm. And but and she since she knows how to organize it, she put them in very nicely so she can only buy like one dresser and put like three bill in like one. I never watched the show. I just know. I didn't it. either. I watched one episode and I was like, I can't. This is making me anxious. I can't organize my life. Let's be yeah. real. I have a show called Perfectly Incapable. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I already know I cannot order. <laughs> She's like, I love mess. I'm like, bitch, me too. Yeah. So we sometimes do that to ourselves where we say, you're going to have, I want you to have better. I want you to have the best in life. And just like, leave me because I'm so sad and boring. Well, it's like you were saying earlier. We start to bring in baggage from past relationships and you're saying you kind of uh, avoid the relationship altogether because of that. Yeah. But a lot of people just wait until the relationship actually starts to kind of start identifying the baggage and pulling that in. And I'm like, I already know that I'm the disaster of the relationship. So like you need to be ready. Like if you want to play with fire and you can and you're okay with being burned, fine. No, but I mean, comparing them to like shit that's happened in the past Mm. and and already saying like this is going to happen again or this mm. happened in the past and you're doing it or you did it or whatever, you know, always comparing the like current relationship to past relationship. That's a whore. You're nothing more. Sorry. That'll never change. Okay. <laughs> uh, you could always tell what Adam misses me so much by the face of things when I act like an asshole during the entire recording. 
You can talk about some ways to just avoid to just avoid. Your relationship. Yeah, don't don't talk. Just ever. don't date. Just don't date. Don't yeah. don't ever open up. Um, just don't don't ever. Yeah. Don't ever reveal your true emotions. Uh, move into a cloister. Mm-hmm. De- devote yourself to God. A cloister. Yeah. Is that what the it's Pokemon? called? No, bitch. The like uh, fucking re- religious like homes on a mountain. Those are called cloisters. I believe so. Aren't they? C- I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. A covered walk in a convent, monastery, college, or cathedral, typically with a wall on one side and a colonnade open to quadrangle on the other. <laughs> so, also to seclude or shut up in, or as if in a convent or monastery. Yeah, a I thought you were say also a Pokemon. <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> That's not how you spell it. All right. Actually identifying like your triggers mm. can help you to, to see if this is what you're doing. So yeah. like, try and stop and say, are you bored? Mm-hmm. Are you just like bored in your relationship? That's fine. I mean, we talked about being content or complacent versus actually just being happy in your relationship. I mean, if you can identify if you're you're actually just bored and picking mm-hmm. fights, then you could also learn to love yourself. Also, you can visit our, <laughs> our merch shop right now where there are teas that will help you on your journey. Please go to design perfect. Is it designed by humans? Not perfectly. I don't know. It's in, it's not designed by humans. If you Google perfectly incapable, you'll find our beautiful shirt that Adam made. It says love yourself. It'll help you on your journey to not sabotage your relationship because you already love yourself so much and you want to give it to others and they're going to hopefully want to take that with them too. So mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I, that kind of ties into the other one. Are I you know. Afraid? Loving yeah. yourself can help prevent you from being afraid. Yeah, because again, like I said, if you put yourself on a pedestal, like who's like like, like who's gonna not knock you down? Some fuck boy? I think the fuck not. You're you're gonna do so much better. You'll be fine. You're you're good, sis. There you go. I mean, the thing like the thing is like it's hard for me to say like have I sabotaged anything? Like I don't think I do it on purpose, or I don't think I know. Like I like if if for me personally, I don't think I know. And I don't think I have time to sabotage it myself because everything else around me is sabotaging everything else for me. So I think I think maybe I do self-sabotage, but it's A, not always my fault, and B, I'm not cognizant of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like shit happens and it's just like an after effect. And I'm like, ooh, sorry. Because I'm like, I didn't see it at the time. My, my, if my focus is on something, I can't always see what's happening around me. I try to. Yeah. And I will say I've gotten better about it. Okay. I've been better about identifying when I fucked up or when things might be my fault. Will I admit to it like full 100%? No, but you'll get like a hint at it. Gotcha. Like, I won't tell you that, oh, this is my fault. I'll be like, well, this happened and this happened. So I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's a really hard word for me to say. You okay there? I don't Did know. A little bit. It's, it's coming out. Oh, <laughs> God. You'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, and that and that's a big thing in my family. Like, we joke about it. We always say, you're, you'll, "You'll be fine. You're okay." And so, like, but did you die? Yeah, that's basically what it's like. And so we're all like, "You're, you'll be fine. You're okay." Like, anytime we're sick, they're like, "You'll be fine." So, uh, even if you, I will say, you'll be fine. Like, if you're scared to jump into something, you'll be fine. And also, I think I told you guys that quote above my head right now says, everything you want is on the other side of fear. So if you want to fall in love, you want to do that shit, take that extra step. What? You break up? You'll be fine. You'll literally cry about it for two months. And then you'll listen to this podcast and be like, you're right. I'm a strong bitch. I can do whatever. Love love myself. Because one, you've already heard it. So you heard it. Secondly, you're going to you're going to buy the T-shirts. You have a T-shirt to wear and you can look at it every day. And three, that'll just becomes a mindset. It becomes a mantra to a lifestyle. Even. 
So you'll be <laughs> lifestyle fine. even. You'll be you'll be fine. Just like love yourself. Yeah. It's a good final thought. Thank you. All right. That is today's episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, remember to follow us Instagram, Facebook at Perfectly Incapable Podcast, the Twitter at Perfin Podcast. Yes. And yeah. wherever you guys are listening, please subscribe, rate, review Apple and Spotify and Google. Speaking of, there's a giveaway happening. Adam, would you like to tell the fans about the giveaway that's happening that we're really bad at promoting? Yeah. So remember, we are doing a tote giveaway and we've put mm. it up on the Instagram and we'll put it out there again. You have until Friday, the 21st um, put Hell. in on social media. Uh, we want to hear what pride means to you. And if you'll just tag us and uh, help us share the podcast, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, a review, and then we're going to randomly draw from uh, everyone that entered and do a little giveaway at this little tote bag. I'm going to make you draw our winner, too. I'm excited. Nope. Yep. Well, don't make me do it. It's going to look bad. I think it'd be funnier. Oh, my God. What if we both did it and we just sent them out separately? And then, then, we, have, then, we, have, then we have a contest against ourselves to see which one everyone prefers, whose art style. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll brainstorm that. It's going to be like me, person, per, per, person who got there like, okay, have you ever had to do like, so I was in, it was like first grade, I think, and we had to draw this beautiful, gorgeous, like, uh, jungle scene. They were like, what does a jungle look like to you? And I drew this beautiful picture. They took my drawing and they stripped the color away onto another piece of paper. So I just got like a negative drawing back and they were like, oh, sorry, we use this for like someone's get well card. What? Yes, and they took my beautiful art away. So they'll be like, I'll be like, uh, greeting card winner artist, me, and then versus you, Keebler Elf coloring contest winner. Like, like those will be our championship titles. Oh my God, we should get, belts. we should get belts. Oh my God, I love okay. that. I'm going to see if I can get you a Keebler Elf belt. Oh my God, it's like a Keebler Elf belt. <laughs> it's like a gold elf. I'm ending this. We're holding a crayon. I'm excited. Okay. You work on Anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye. But when I tell it to someone, I'm like, this isn't funny to other people. We were drunk. That's why they're called insight jokes.